0: Three of us are meeting oh, each other down oh, here. Uh, there, we, there I go again talking over Mr. Webb. That's right. <laughs> Episode 11. <laughs> Episode 11. Three of us are meeting each other down here in our man caves. Mr. Webb, how are you doing out there? My co-host partner in crime. You know what? There's a, there's a phrase.
1: It said if I was doing any better, I'd be Twins. I've got to say. I don't know what the fuck that means, but I assume that it means I'm feeling really good. I don't really fucking know what that means, though.
0: <laughs> so I'll, do, I'll go with that. And of course, the man himself, the legend, Andrew. Andrew, you have been missed here, sir. There, you have got some fans out there, by the way. I don't know if you know that. No, I don't, but that's cool. <laughs> yes, you do.
1: Man. We Andrew, I think you've been. It's good to be
2: missed. It's good to be missed.
0: <laughs> I, I kid you not. We we may have a small audience right now, which is perfect, but I've had a couple people ask, where's Andrew been? <laughs> he's,
2: been he's been working. <sighs> which is a good thing. can only imagine. How's everybody you know else what? been? How's the new man cave? I mean, let's hear about that. I mean, I, I see a little bit of it. There. I have heard there's been a few trials and tribulations along the way.
1: Oh, good Lord. <laughs> you know, everybody sees it and they're like, you know, that'll be cool. I'll move out to the country. That'll be awesome. No, there's a shitload of stuff that comes I'm with, with it. And
2: it's like, oh, man. That's cool, though. The, those little life lessons that we learn sometimes, though. I know I've learned a few for sure. <laughs>
1: It is what we wanted. That's and, awesome. Uh, I wouldn't take back a thing, but it's just like some of the stuff. God, I wish I had good internet. <laughs> but we're not going to talk cool. about it. That's <laughs> cool. Man, I, honestly, staring at you now, it looks great. Looks great. Well, I will take that. I will take that. Yep. And thank you, sir. Looks great. Glad to see you yeah, back Yeah, no here. doubt. Love it. Love it, man. I
2: appreciate it. I'm going to take two seconds and let my little chimmy dog out for a second, and I'll be right back. Who let the dogs out? Who, who? who brought this guy along? Yeah, and I do have to give you a compliment too, Chris, on the uh, – I did see your ad on the mini-split you're selling. So it's reaching oh, all the yeah. way down here to OKC, so I just thought I'd let you know. I saw it that you're trying to sell a mini-split. <laughs> so how cool is that? Well, hell, let me – do you want to – Well, it? I guess – you know, here's the, here's the thing. Here's the thing. That was my question for you is that I potentially, I just don't know how many square footage will that heat and cool, that 18,000 BTU mini split. They, they call them a whole bunch of things. I've, I've had a you know a learning lesson with
1: that too. I didn't know anything about a, a fucking mini right. split. There's a, there's a ton, there's a ton and a half, and then there's a two ton. This is a ton and a half, which is 18,000 BTUs. Okay. And they recommend it up to about 1,000 square foot. Okay,
2: okay. Yeah, I need a much bigger so it's, it's not I need bad. a much bigger one. I need something for oh, yeah okay. like a 60 by 40 building to cool and heat it. So that's kind of what I'm looking for. Okay. It's probably gonna require a gotcha. few of them. Or a bigger one, etc. You know what I mean? Well I'm sitting on three of them right Holy now. Smokes. Um
1: <laughs> well, one one got installed, one got messed up. And then the other one is just in limbo, wow. so I decided to sell it. Yeah.
2: Oh. Wow. Well, tell me a little bit about what you got going on behind you. I mean, it's my first time to see your spot. Oh, I don't Lord. even know if you have Andrew. you even given a tour of your of your man cave since you've been on air. So, man cave. <laughs> Andrew, I'm not I swear, done
0: that yet. You're batting a thousand right now, Andrew. I had to say that real quick. You are batting a thousand, my friend. You are asking I mean, all the perfect questions tonight. Yeah, I mean, awesome. what's the illumination
2: in the back? I mean, give us a little, give us a little, little something, something on what you got going on. Oh, they're
1: LGBTQ okay. lights.
2: <laughs> no, they're RGB. they <laughs> well, you, I can tell you guys are from Ohio. Got a little Dave Chappelle joke going in there. <laughs> no, I mean they're cool. Um, you know, I can
1: pretty much control it all with Bluetooth over my phone and stuff. That's awesome. Like it's <laughs>
0: – Scott really liked that. <laughs> oh, I feel um, like you've got, a, I've got an excuse to make a short video now. <laughs>
1: <laughs> um yeah, man, they're cool. They do all kinds of scenes and and they fade and dim oh, and do all the cool said. stuff. But
2: <laughs> but um, well, in your ca- or in everybody's uh, case too, that's what he said, right? But anyway, I'm losing I'm losing track here. <laughs> the uh, the uh, the what is, are they just LEDs or what are they? Is it a sign? <laughs> <laughs> they are they are leds <laughs> these
1: fucking these fucking things right here these yeah that's what i'm asking about yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> those are a pain in the ass man you gotta like fit those together and and like all you gotta basically go to a geometry class just to fucking <sighs> put those together it's fucking ridiculous oh, but
0: i think that's that great. beer from episode 10 is kicking <laughs> in <laughs> sorry Speaking of, what is everybody drinking?
2: What the fuck you drinking? Well, I actually, if I must say, I went and had fried chicken this afternoon with my father and twins and my mother. And me and my dad had probably, I don't know, we had four or five beers there when we had chicken today. So, but I was getting ready to pop another beer myself.
0: Which I don't drink
2: very much with you guys. So I thought, well, why not? have a beer tonight with you guys. Hell
0: yeah. So so Andrew, we do have a part of our podcast here that we started in in season two. It's called, "Hmm, what the fuck you drinking? (laughs) So
2: that's that's how we got going. Love it. Well, let me get mine then. Hold on one second.
1: (laughs) I will fill the dead
2: air. Um,
1: Our, we are Fat Heads, Fat Heads Brewery, mm-hmm. and uh, it's called Fresh Hop Freddy. Fresh Hop Freddy?
0: <laughs> <laughs> ooh, Fender. Can't, I'm, I'm, ooh, yeah. Okay, Fresh Hop we Freddy. You can't make this shit up.
2: You oh, can't, can't make it up. So for all you diabetics out there, here is a Corona Premier, which only has 2.5 grams. Let me plug Corona. Corona Premier. You know what? I've had a few of those and they are not bad. They're all right. It just keeps the carbs down on me so my blood sugar doesn't spike. As bad as it would if I did have a regular beer. 2.6 carbs, excuse
0: me. If you have to travel out of the country and they don't have that Corona, make sure you check out the Heineken Lighter Silvers because Mm. same thing with the carbs and light. So, one of my personal favorites. And what am I drinking? Well, besides, you know, Jameson Orange. I do
1: Ooh. have
2: an empty glass.
1: Hmm. That means it's time for something new. That is one thing about new. you,
2: Scott. You always double fist it. You do. Yeah. You yeah. do. So there's nothing wrong with that's that. That's right. Well, that's you a, know. That's a compliment.
0: You got you got both drinks, I'll, man. I'll, 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 I'll take them as I can. Let me that's see right. here. I got to, let's see here.
1: One fist ain't enough. It <laughs>
2: needs to be double fisted. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> this week on no no
2: there's this sh- week on
0: there's still room in there there's still room it's we're good
2: <laughs>
0: i'm gonna do something here in honor for chris's new man cave and of course uh andrew thank you once again for joining us here meeting us here down in the man cave we have sure. missed you bud we really have sure and uh you have firing away on like i said batting a thousand I did want to ask Chris uh, in episode 10, and I completely forgot how's the heat working out. But before I do that, what the fuck am I drinking? As I said in the honor of Mr. Webb here, some Ryan Geisons. That is his favorite. I seen this on the top shelf at a local grocery store. Uh, it is a rose fruited ale. Wow.
2: Oh, uh, okay. Is that yes. made in
0: Ohio? Yes. Chris, could okay. you help yep. uh, explain it?
1: Rose. That is an ale. Mm-hmm. I've only had the uh, the sour. Ooh, look at the, the sour color! Ale, yeah. Oh, pink. Yeah. Now the sour ale, I really did love. I, I thought that was good. I, I'm not too big on the fruit beers, but man, they got a good thing going on with that. Um,
0: I have not had this one, so Scott will have to tell me about that. As Chris was stating, yes, uh, Rheingeist is out of Cincinnati, Ohio, which is basically our, our sister city down south from us, which is really depending on where you're at in the Dayton, Miami Valley area. Sometimes it's 45 minutes, sometimes it's an hour away. Date was actually a suburb of Cincinnati long, but we're not here for a history lesson. Look at that. This is a beer.
2: Isn't that crazy? I will tell you, I had a client one day that brought me some, and I tried it, and it was pretty terrible, I must say, but I have it sitting over here. I may have to show you guys. But it was some <laughs> strawberry nonsense that they were they, they were brewing out here in Oklahoma City somewhere. I tried it one night, and I was like, oh my gosh, it's terrible.
0: Nine, when I was talking about your senses, you know, I do that. And usually, if it doesn't smell good,
2: it's... It's different, isn't it, go. Scott? Come on, be honest. It's different, oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that speaks volumes mm.
0: for individuals out there that
2: that's bitter beer that face. Like,
0: uh, trying to think of an ingredient <laughs> right now that's definitely in this
2: <laughs> bitter uh, beer face,
0: vinegar, Ugh. yeah, vinegar. I'm tasting some vinegar in this, wow. and you're right, Andrew. Bitter. I'm not. A, I'm oh. not a big. For people who like vinegar, probably would like this. Mm. But see, I have this thing about um, alcohol abuse. I will not dump this down the drain.
2: Yeah, that's why the other is uh, still sitting over in my fridge.
1: Man, vinegar.
0: I didn't see that coming. It's a citrus vinegar actually tastes better the second time around. <laughs> Hold on here, I'll help it.
1: It's gonna it's gonna taste a whole lot better the seventh time.
0: <laughs> See a lot of people when they have their whiskeys or their whatever shot, they gotta have something to backwash that flavor. You know, those you have like a soda, another beer or whatever, like they take that shot, oh I need something to, you know me, I'm the opposite. If the beer right. ain't right, I go to the whiskey to take care of the Okay, it's okay. We'll be all right. It's
2: okay. <laughs> it's your palate cleanser. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, so on a 1 to 10 scale, Scott, let's be honest. Where does she lie?
0: Uh, I'm not buying her breakfast. I ain't buying her dinner, but I'll give her a 3 to half.
1: There you go. But you're not kicking her out of the bed. Obviously not. It's going no, to be
0: throat.
1: As you can tell, it's been a long
0: time. <laughs> he says, come over here. You know, Chris, as I was stating in, in our past episodes, I always have this thing about, you know, what would I, like the last one, in episode 10, Warped Wing, which, by the way, is located out of Dayton, Ohio, and about five minutes away from where I live, because they have one in Heber Heights. This was really good. It's, a, it's definitely a summer beer. Chris recommended and I, I do, like, if, you're, if you enjoy a steak, Something out in the barbecue, very good. This, believe it or not, if you have some fruit next to you, this beer might taste better.
2: Damn, really? That's mm-hmm. crazy. So the one in the green can, it's... Scott, is it? Uh, is it an ale? Yep, it's okay. an
0: it's a it's a pale ale. It's it's. Um, I'm trying to think of a beer that I've had. It's been a while in the summertime. Uh, I'm, uh, as I state that, it's not going to do any good. I'll put it up on the screen. So, Andrew, if you care to watch your podcast later, you'll you'll see what I'm talking about. Cool. That's one thing I love about editing. If I can't remember it now, I'll be, oh, yeah, then I'll put a graphic on the screen. But uh, You can tag it. Yeah, this this tastes better after. But first, oh, God, there's, like, strong vinegar flavor. And vinegar and beer, uh, you know what? Let's get on to some other stuff that's – I don't want to make people <laughs> sad out there. I want to make, I want to help people feel good. Kid. Andrew, you've already <laughs> made people feel good. I, I do have to ask real quick, uh, when you were talking about the splitter there web, cause I forgot to ask you at episode 10, how is it feeling right now in your man cave?
1: Oh, well, you're going to love this. This is a good story. Um, turns out the guy that was installing the mini splits. Mm hmm um he came to the barn section and uh you have to drill out the line set with about a uh I don't know it's about a 3 inch hole saw okay so he went to drill out the line set and uh sure enough man he fucking went straight into the electrician's wire and uh the whole power cord that was powering the uh the unit outside yeah it's fucking toast. He, 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 mangled up that whole fucking thing. He's lucky thing. to be so, alive.
2: I guess the line wasn't hot. I, I do not have
0: heat. <laughs> oh, dear Lord. <laughs> Thankfully it's warmer it's, it's this weekend. It's on the wall.
1: Oh, it's on the wall, but man, yeah, it's, it's not operational. Um, our electrician said he can fix it, but he came down with bronchitis. So it's going to be a while for him. Yeah. And,
0: uh, You know, it's above freezing right now, man. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Feels great. Web, I'm. I'm. You've been. I feel. Man, I've been through the ringer, ain't I? Yeah, but it's starting to. (laughs) It's starting to pay off. And and Andrew, you did ask maybe ten minutes ago about more or less getting a, a tour. Uh, I'm paraphrasing your words here. Could you ask that again? I'm sorry, Andrew, about, you know, seeing <coughs> no, the No, actual no, no. I just, let's, let's check
2: it out. Let's see what we're working with here, Chris. So,
1: most recently, I do have to thank the wife because I'm, I will do some airbrushing on a mask, but I am not good at painting. I kind of suck at painting. So she came out I'm glad you. Brought and that up. Uh, the bar is now, it's, it's, it's hard to tell but it's a uh, it's a kind of a dark green color we went with. Oh nice. And then we're going to we're going to polyurethane the top of it. You know, give it about what 20, 30 coats? I don't know, Scott.
0: <laughs> a lot of coats, Sounds right? Like a lot just of work. just what I would do from like my bar and I it's got over 20 years of experience. Just put a coat on it, sand it, code it sand it at least 12 if you want to have at least 20 years experience of it being okay of course you you you've got experience with woodwork. work i don't need to tell you this but it's you know it seems to
2: work
1: yeah uh,
0: uh yeah i don't know it's turning out
1: real nice and i love it you know and now you know the wife has put her hands on it my mom helped me build it i'm gonna have both of them sign it at the end it's
2: awesome it's 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 special. That's a cool deal. Everyone's got their little hand
0: in it. You know, uh, I've always stated that your bar needs to have a name. And my bar, as you guys pretty much probably figured out by now what its name is.
1: Mm
0: -hmm. Well, I suggested to Chris, he needs to name his bar. And uh, Mother's maiden name is tradition. So, Mr. Webb, I'm saying I'm practicing with Mr. Webb because we may have a future guest, Mr. Morgan. So I got to make sure I do Morgan and Webb, right? Not Morgan and Wells. So, Mr. Webb, could you give us—is uh, there a finalization on the name of your bar?
1: Yeah, I'm set on that. It's gonna be—it's gonna be Murphy's.
2: What's the history behind the name, Chris? I mean, what? What did you? Oh, it's my mother's. Mother's maiden name. name. Okay, cool. Very cool. Okay.
1: My uh my grandma was uh Irene Murphy. Okay. And then uh yeah, my mom was uh Jennifer Murphy now she's uh Jennifer So it shows homage yeah. to
2: both sides of your family then, in. in a way. Yeah, yeah, very cool.
0: And here in Ohio I'll stick with it. We've got our German and our and our, our Irish heritage here, so that works out pretty good.
2: That is cool. You better believe it. I'm I'm English you know what, Irish, Chris, so Go ahead. Sorry. Good for you. Good for me. God save the
0: queen. (laughs) (laughs) God save the queen. Um, No, uh, Irene, when you mentioned that, my half-brother, in other words, my mom actually has two kids, me and another. His grandmother's name was Irene. So,
1: Us Appalachians. (sighs)
0: She's from Moorhead, Kentucky. And she pronounces ketchup, catsup
1: ketchup
0: catsup my uh moorhead oh man yeah don't we need a little Should bit I of
1: forget? it i mean my grandma's from <laughs> kentucky as well but i just don't know where <laughs>
0: sorry you know you you yeah you, you better quit all right stop it <laughs> you know what uh, you know all kidding aside here hey andrew i gotta yes, ask sir. you a question and then i'm gonna try to zip it a little bit because that's what i'm working on you're good, Andrew. If you if you don't mind talking a little bit of shop here,
2: sure. You know, with what, what your questions profession, do you guys have uh, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Andrew,
0: um, if you don't mind me asking, what is your profession oh. again?
2: I handle uh, real estate. I'm a real estate advisor here in the state of Oklahoma City for a company named Engle and Volkers, right downtown Oklahoma City. Uh, I've been doing it since two or three years and it is and just pretty amazing it's it's given me some freedom that I have never had before so uh, I thoroughly enjoy it it helps me get to meet people Uh, you become you know you kind of become more drawn in the community to do things help others it's just been a really rewarding profession so you know I came from and I we may have discussed it in the past but uh you know, I was a flight attendant back in the late 90s mm-hmm. all the way to 2002. I was in the air 9-11. Uh, from there, I worked for wow. Honda uh, for about 14 years. Uh, and then I went into oil and gas. And uh, from there, I got into real estate. And so, um, yeah, it's been nothing but a blessing. So I have thoroughly enjoyed it. But, yeah, if you guys have any questions about it, uh, yeah, fire away. Of course, I know Chris is gone through it just recently. And, you know, it's a huge, you know, I always try to pre-warn my clients too, you know, um, always try to let them know up front that, Hey, you know, this is going to be a lot of work. Uh, It's going to work. It's going to have some ups and downs and you just need to be prepared. You know, sometimes things run smoothly and other times they don't. And you just need to kind of, I always try to mentally prepare my client, you know, up front. And then, Ultimately, I try to, once I meet someone, try to get them to ultimately, if they don't plan on paying cash, ultimately try to get them under financing, you know, as quickly as possible. So they're pre-approved and ready to go because ultimately if we're just out shopping for houses without a pre-approval, then, you know, that does us no good. So, yeah, uh, you always want to have that pre-approval if you plan on financing Uh, that way you're ready to make an offer when you find something. So... But yeah, know if you guys have for. any questions about it, I'd be happy to answer anything. I'm going to start with a general general question
1: because I'm sure a lot of people wonder. Um, interest rates right now. Steep. What is your contention on they that? They are coming down. As well as, as I, I was going to ask you, do you see them having a downward trend at any time well, soon? Well, they've already started to come down.
2: But, the market is already here in my... And my market here, which my market thrives pretty hard. Uh, I'm going to just be honest with you. I mean, Oklahoma City is one of the thrivingest markets in our 50 United States because the cost to live here is so cheap. And so people all around the country see that. They've educated themselves. And now they're just flooding in here. I mean, it's it's nuts. It's really nuts. And, I mean, I can't – I always tell local people anytime or clients, we, we talk about it. But you look around now on on I forty. I mean, that's a big highway all the way from coast to coast. I mean, I, I can't tell you on a day to day basis. I mean, I can count probably at least twenty to thirty California tags. I see. I see a lot of Pennsylvania mm-hmm. tags. I see a lot of New York tags. Um, and I have a, those are clients, you know. So not only do I see those tags, but I mean, I've had clients from those areas moving in here, even still working from that you know, space where they work remotely. So they get their New York or California pay and now they can work remotely and live in Oklahoma city where it's much cheaper to live. It just Mm -hmm. makes sense. I mean, anybody with common sense, they're just going to do that. So I've had a lot of that. Um, But yes, please ask, ask away. I was going to look up interest rates right now here locally.
1: I mean, just comparatively, uh, God, I think we bought our old house in, uh, 2013. Okay. I don't know why it was in such a slump right then, but, um, we came in at, oh God, I think it was 2.8. Why, right. Right. <laughs> Like in going from that, which we still haven't sold that yet. So it's like, you know, that sucks. But to now... I mean, I think we signed this house, I think we were at seven and a half. Well,
2: and I think you were probably seeing a little of the after effects of, you know, 08, 09, where the housing market on the East and West Coast kind of tanked, you know, back then. And not necessarily for the interest rates, but that's just where it was. Banks were loaning money to people that couldn't afford those properties whatsoever. Oh my god! And so that's mm, why the yes. market, you had so many foreclosures. Um, you know, and you know, that's just a little, just a tiny bit of research that I've just done on my own and remembering it from when I lived it, you know, and had people that I knew that lived out in Las Vegas, Phoenix, and those areas that, you know, some people were, you know, given mortgages is that should have never even been given a mortgage, but were, and you just had, that's why you had so many foreclosures.
1: That's yeah. crazy. I just, I just can't, you know, Okay. <clears throat> to follow up on that, do you see? Because I guess there's a weird point. Like, yeah, we signed this house at seven and a half, right. but you know, our financier, whatever, you, whatever, you, whatever he's called, um, he recommended your finance company uh, not, that
2: you use to finance your mortgage, correct?
1: Right. Yes, yes. He, it wasn't exactly refinancing, but it was whenever they see it a, a downward trend of the interest rates to come back in. Is, is it re signing?
2: Yeah, know what he wants is. you to just basically come back and refinance it. Okay, so <clears throat> to refinance a property won't, I mean, just knowing your history, Chris, you're not going to have any issues. I mean, you've got a great job, you've been there a long time. That's one thing that they're going to look at. Already, you said you signed at seven and a half. Here, the average rate here mm-hmm. in Oklahoma City is 6.625. So, um, you know, it's already come down a, almost over a full point from where you were at and where you signed at. So, what I would do is just keep an eye on the market really close, keep an idea what the Fed says, watch that very closely, and watch when that interest rate starts to really drop. Now, keep in mind, it's going to probably cost you anywhere from I don't know. And and this is just shooting from the hip. I don't know your situation or how you financed it, what type of loan, and all that stuff. But I'm just guessing. Okay, so. It's going to probably cost you anywhere from sure. five to 15 grand to refinance it. However, over the long term of that note, it'll be a much cheaper payment and it will just be way better, especially if you can get yourself somewhere in the even in the fives. You know what I mean? So I think we're going to see we're something gonna... like that towards the summer, potentially somewhere, hopefully in the fives. Okay. For me personally, um, you know, I, I would definitely want to see where it is around June and then start really hitting the market because, you know, come August, after August, everything starts to trend down. And I would assume that probably, you know, we're going to see a big different market this year too, because of the new, and I'm not getting political, but we we do, this is an election year. And so we're going to see a We're going to see a big difference here coming up because, you know, Biden's going to try to stay in office and then Trump, you know, he's going to try to do his thing. So it's going to be crazy, but but I would just keep an eye on it around mid-June really hard, you know, because you might be yeah. able to come in June and, and maybe it might be worth taking the risk to refinance it maybe then, because you can, might be able to save yourself two and a half points there. You know what I mean? That's just a guess.
1: That's what I was yeah. wondering. Like, how do you know when it's settling into a spot, whether it's going to rise or it's going to fall? Well, you kind of have you to know,
2: know a more, you have to have a more stable market in the fact that It's not a buyer's or seller's. It's just kind of more stable. That's what I would say. Mm. So that's just my thought process on that, is you want to have more of a stable market versus a buyer's or seller's market. But even in one of those markets, I will say, you still, just a personal opinion, you can keep a pretty steady rate. You do know what the Fed's doing. You do know where the rates are. So usually that information's, I mean, In this day and age with these little jewels, I mean, we can do anything. We can find anything. Mm -hmm. And so I would just keep an eye, you know, maybe start looking at some apps, you know, that might give you rates on a daily. I mean, I'm a realtor, so I get those daily. But find something for someone like, you know, like yourself, that's not a realtor, that you can kind of keep an eye on that and, uh, you know, just follow it closely. Because really, I don't know what you paid for your house and I don't want to know. But on the flip side of the coin, you can do the math in a sense that you know the difference between 5% and 7.5% over a 30-year mortgage is huge. And especially mm. over a 15-year mortgage, it's really huge. So just keep an yeah. eye on it and and refinance it. You know, I always told – I've been saying that for the last year. I mean, buy now because here's the thing. When the rates really drop, the market of the houses is going to go way up. So yeah. that's something else to think about.
0: That's so yeah. crazy. Cause it already seems, high. I know, I know. And that means, and, and, and not to either, run, sorry, interrupt either one of you, uh, folks, if you're listening to this or watching right now, and this is a very, cause it, it's a, it's a extremely important and interesting subject that we're getting into here. And if you live in Southwestern Ohio, maybe around Montgomery County, in fact, are you looking to move into Montgomery County in a nice location? Chris, where are you and Natalie advertising your home right now? Seriously, you're, you're, you've you got this house that you want to sell. Where could they find information on where they could look at your old house?
1: Uh, we've had several renovations. We are at 601 North Main Street in Union, Ohio, 45322. I, I mean, you know... It's a 1940s house. It's a little older, but the difference in the market that I'm seeing is crazy. I mean, the location is gorgeous. Without going in, without going into too many specifics, I don't really care. I don't have any secrets or anything like that. We bought the house for 89 in in July 2013, and coming into where we're coming into now, it appraises for up around two, like 200. That's what I was gonna say.
0: Two. That's insane to yeah. me, man. And well, my house, where I'm currently sitting right now in 2016, it was uh, seven yeah, two five. Now it's at one fifty one. And <sighs> so but not, crazy. Not about my house, but with yours, Chris. Uh, his location, I personally have been there. It's a beautiful location. It's a great place. If this is like, say, your first time buying a home, it's a great place to raise a family. It's right across the street from one of uh, nine metro parks. There's tons of work around mm-hmm. that area. It's it's a great family environment. And you mentioned the address. I could put a link to where you actually have your house, you know, Facebook or whatever. You're posting this because uh, naturally, I mean, Chris owns a two, he has two mortgages. So he wants to <laughs> sell you his old house. Yeah. It's not that it's a bad house. It's just it wants two mortgages. He's not a Kardashian, if you know what I mean. So <laughs> I've I've moved on, folks.
2: <laughs> yeah. do you do you have that house on Marketplace there as well <clears throat> on Facebook Marketplace? Um, yeah, I'm leaving it that up to my realtor. Um,
1: she's taking That's care cool. of all that, but she has it on Marketplace. Cool. Yeah, we have we have so many
0: people seeing it. It's just this time of year, it's tough. I would think it's be the best time, I, honestly. I know in the summer, that's when you get out because it's warmer and warmer and warmer. Keeping warm in mind from experience of buying a home where I should have been more careful. Now I'm thinking, I want to go look at houses in Ohio in the winter where, oh, wait a minute. I'm walking in here and it's warm. Oh, these windows. I could tell these windows are great because, yes, they look brand new, but they're doing their job. And that furnace holy shit, this place is warm, and I've been in here for 45 minutes, and I've hardly heard that furnace kick on. To me, that's a huge sell. That's fair. That's fair. I don't know. It's just these are little things. Andrew, well, being I, a realtor, you
2: I, – I, Again, I was going to say I can't speak for folks in Ohio. The only thing I could think of is maybe folks just don't want to move in the winter. That's the only thing I could think of.
0: People, they're, they're – I think it's everywhere the in the United race. States. Yeah. Everywhere in the United States. people It's common in the spring, summer, and the fall, I would imagine. That's, yeah. you know, Andrew, you know when you're your busiest. It's the same right. here. And, and
2: I've had to adjust my whole life around that. I mean, you know, uh, as my old boss told me years and years ago, he mm-hmm. said, always keep your Ferris, mm-hmm. well, Ferris wheel full. And he meant, you know, make sure that you've done your due diligence because you know that, you know, October through uh, February is going to be a little slow because there's not mm-hmm. going to be much foot traffic out here. And that's when I was in the car business. So uh, same with real estate uh, in my opinion, but again, it's a lot easier to move down here we don't see as much snow and that sort of thing. So, and it doesn't get quite as cold as it does up uh, usually, except for the last couple of weeks for this sub Arctic uh, front that's come yeah. in. It's been quite weird. See, that's fucking perfect because We fucking put it up,
1: like October twenty first, I believe.
2: Well, be patient, Chris. I I will tell you honestly and truthfully. I I really feel like, honestly, just I feel like you have about another month and a half of just holding on tight. And come March is going to roll around, and I think you're going, you know, people are going to start looking. You know, people are going to start thinking, okay, you know, we're we're going to be moving, and they're going to start looking. So just. Hang tight, because usually, typically, come around March, that's usually when business starts to pick up, no matter what field you're in, whether it be RV sales, boat sales, real estate, cars, you know, motorcycles especially, uh, just things of of that nature usually tend to pick up around March to, you know, the end of September, and then you've got those hard months, October through February.
1: We had one, one uh, was pending for about a week there. And then we did, we did end up going through inspections and everything else. And, uh, they were VA, um, Hmm. which yeah, see
2: that face, see that face. Well, I mean, I can go into that with you right now. I mean, I'm living it right now. So, uh, I,
1: yeah, they've backed out. Well, and
2: my, my deal is going to go through, uh, I'm probably 99% sure, but keep in mind, this deal happened in September. Look what month we're in. And so my client's pretty upset. Uh, he had just got an email this morning. He's not upset with me. Uh, he's upset with the mortgage. So I can't go into too much detail other than to say it was just a VA assumption loan. And so we've done everything we can do on our end. And we're waiting on this mortgage company on the seller's side, I guess, that he had the loan with. is terrible. I mean, they are absolutely terrible. And so once, uh, you know, it looks like it's going to be mid-February before we finally close for these folks, unfortunately. And those are the ones that hurt because I have zero control over that. And, uh, you know, I've even talked with people that have been in the business for 20 and 30 years that have never gone through this experience that I've gone through with this client. And it's just unfortunate. And it's another VA issue that, unfortunately you you get into those types of loan and those loans and and it just seems like the employees think they can take their sweet old time with it. And it's frustrating. So I can agree with you there. It is frustrating. Uh, But I I think I'm sure your realtor has probably expressed the same thing that I've said that, you know, it's just, it's just kind of sometimes that time of year, unfortunately, I hate to say that and be the bearer of bad news, but, but, uh, I think come March, I think you're yeah, gonna probably it'll probably go under again, who knows it may go under before that, so
1: yeah, she's actually dealt with this realtor before, and he's uh he's backed out three times on her, so this was the third wow. time that he backed out on her yeah. well, and it's not I really mean, the realtor's you know, fault
2: though let's i mean it's not really.
1: no 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 no, no. Yeah, it's
2: not the realtor's fault it's 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 obviously his clients to be gay, but um. It's, it's Rough yeah. man. They they are
0: it's p- all your fault, Andrew.
2: <laughs> Still <laughs> like it is sometimes. But no, you I know yeah. stress- that's what that's what I try to tell my client that I've been dealing with. You know, I pride myself on customer service and I have been in, unable to provide them with the level of customer service that I normally provide for pretty much every one of my clients, and I haven't been able to unable to do it because I'm kind of have my hands tied with this mortgage company that's in the in indiana and they won't give oh, me any information fuck. yeah they won't give me any information <laughs> i can't find out any information they they won't give me anything and, and what's funny about the other thing is, is they they don't want to <laughs> really give this seller any information so it's wow. just been it's been a headache <laughs> so
0: usually the when point i find is out mute something, at this point
2: yeah it, 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 damn Hoosiers. it is terrible it is terrible <laughs> it's been the worst experience as an agent that I've ever had with a mortgage company, unfortunately. So, you know, sometimes we all deal with it, you know, I mean, and it just to let you know, it's not, it's not a cheap house either. So, uh, it's a pretty expensive house. And so once that deal closes, that's a nice, that's a nice check for me. So, you know, it's, it's been a long time coming and it's just frustrating sometimes when you have people that slow play you like that, unfortunately, uh,
0: it's got to be and a and, and not only impression. for you,
2: but but for the client too, because the client's ready mm-hmm. to close on it. And you know, I failed to mention too, the client's already in the property. <laughs> he's paying rent to the seller since September, so he's paying probably over what his actual payment would be typically be. Oh so, shit! Yeah, he's paying a mortgage also here and a mortgage in Georgia. So he closes on that house. Is that so a- it's just been it's been a fiasco to say the least. And I've had zero control over any of it. And then and that's the frustrating thing as a realtor yeah. is that how do you convey that to your yeah. client? And he knows because he's like, I've been doing all this work, you know, and he knows he's he told me he reaffirmed me the other night. He's like, you know, I know it's not your fault because you want to get paid, you know. So I've really actually got a great client that understands. He's very intelligent. He's very smart. He's highly intelligent, I should say. And so he understands it understands it, but you know before I finish that, sometimes there's people that don't understand it, you know what I mean, and don't get what's going on and so to have him understand what's going on has been a blessing, but uh you know that's the frustrating thing for me too, is that you just want to give that level of customer service, and then when it's out of your hands, that's the frustrating thing about it and and again. I would say that that's you know maybe two percent of the time. Ninety eight percent of the time, it's either going to be a conventional loan, FHA loan, which you can cross some bridges there on an FHA loan because things have to be that was- a certain certain way with an FHA loan, and if not, then they're not going to finance it. So there's there's different rules with different types of loans. Go ahead, Scott. Looks like you had a question.
0: And may I add? Scott? I was the first time, and if I could do it. And I'm being serious. If I can do it, anybody can. That's willing to work hard for what they want. This is going to maybe answer some questions out there for a first time uh, buyer. I hear a lot over the past, let's say two years, I'll round it off. Renting today seems like it's crazy. It's it's the the price that you pay for renting is, (laughs) is far beyond the it's how do people survive? Andrew, do you deal with renters or do you, in other words, I'll ask again, do you deal with people that are buying and do you also deal with customers that want to rent?
2: Well, unfortunately I sell homes, so I don't rent them. However, unless okay. I invest in the house, uh, there's houses that you can invest in by yourself. And that's what I was going to encourage to people is that yes, you know, renting, I don't recommend it. However, I do recommend right, if you yeah. want to invest in real estate and rent to people that all they want to do is rent, I recommend it because that's wealth in my opinion. That's really, that's, yeah. if you can invest in property and rent it and you're for, I mean, you can, you can get into a portfolio of homes and you know, that can be a lot of wealth at, at, at some point. So that's another recommendation. However, I did want to plug one other thing. There's sometimes people don't have the best of credit. Sometimes they don't yeah. have any credit. And it's not
0: hard to fix.
2: Right. And, and I not will say It's hard to I, fix. Yeah, and I have programs out there, I don't know about in Ohio, but we have lease to purchase options here in Oklahoma City that that help people. So there I don't recommend it for everybody, but there are people that, that can lease the house. And I had a poor credit
0: it. score at one time and fixed it in six months. That's awesome. I'm That's not awesome. gonna give all the details, but I'm being brutally honest. I had a poor credit score in six months. I fixed it because I focused on it. I didn't have to do the impossible. I just took like advice from someone like Andrew one-on-one. I I did it. I didn't, uh, that's why I can describe it is I didn't put too much on my plate. I focused on one thing at a time. I took advice like for someone from Andrew and in six months I was like, holy shit. Why do I want to rent? Right. I'm throwing my money away. I want to buy right. a home.
2: Right. And there's, that's why. Fix your credit. Yeah. And that's the other, that's that program with that lease to purchase is that sometimes, like I said, I have folks that don't have credit or don't have, or they have bad credit. And as long as you can come up with 7% down, uh, typically I usually can get you in a house, even with bad credit. So, um, you know, it all depends on that particular company that does that loan for you, but it also helps you become mortgage ready. And then once you become mortgage ready, that company gives you that 7% cash back. And then you put that as your down payment to put the house actually in your name. So there's there's different mm. ways around things for folks out there just to kind of plug that. A lot of people are unaware of it, um, but you know if if uh, and, and I'm unaware if it's even in Ohio. You know, it's just something we do here in Oklahoma sometimes for folks that don't have the best credit or don't have any credit
0: advice, the best advice on someone who knows what they're talking about. And you can go from there. Um, 100%. Andrew, I don't want to cut this subject any short. I know, Chris, do you have any other important questions that you feel that you need to ask, especially selfishly plugging the house that you're trying to sell? I don't want to come across as desperate. I know
1: that the house is nice. I know it has nice, amenities. I don't want to come across as desperate. I mean, it's going to sell what it's going to sell. I can't do anything about it. You know, I just thought, you know
0: what, it'll be okay. Opportunity to ask questions and anybody that is meeting down in a man cave, they're going to talk about horror. They're going to talk about cars. They're going to talk about music. They're going to talk about random shit that involves and fuck man, I want to get a house or I want to sell a house. And that's not why we had Andrew join us, but I figure why not say, let's talk shop a little bit. For sure. I will say there is
1: a nice little uh the beginnings of a mask pit downstairs in the basement. <laughs> you could go ahead and you could start your own mask making right
0: there. You know, that Chris, I'm glad you brought that up. Andrew, we we didn't forget about you, by the way. I know. We did not forget it. we did not forget about your H six. Oh, oh no. no, no, no. Okay.
2: It's it works. just uh, the it
1: I've had my whole life turned upside down.
2: <laughs> it sounds like it. No worries. That's the that's the last thing to worry about. But,
1: yes, anybody can go back and see that. Andrew definitely has an H6
0: cool. coming to him. Yeah. Appreciate that. And no we, worries, and, though. And Chris and I have talked about a giveaway of an H6. We We're still living up to that, folks. It's just Mother Nature mm-hmm. has been a factor and – you know, and I'll be honest, we're kind of waiting to do this in a, I don't know if you want to call it a Murphy's Den mask pit. Uh, trust me, we will have that giveaway and we will have, you know, we haven't, like I stated, Andrew, we haven't forgot about that. You, you know, we want to give you an H6. Trust me, it's still there. It's just we've been, no Mother Nature no hasn't been kind as well.
2: So no worries we haven't forgot all. about you. No worries at all. Uh,
0: Yeah, we talked shop. Andrew, is there anything else that you wanted to say about your profession?
2: Well, one thing that I would like to say that I I don't think enough young people here is that, look, if you like, you may not even like it, but it's, it's one way to create wealth and it's one thing to look into, especially for young people. I would say anywhere from 16 all the way up to 25. Look at real estate. It is a great way to make a great living. And have lots of freedom, and be a pillar of your community, and make you know a lot of money, enjoying helping people. You know what I mean? And and that's you know sometimes you don't make anything, sometimes you know, but you're still helping people, and that's the rewarding part of it. So that's what I would have to say is that it's a great it's a great job, you know, especially for someone that doesn't want to go to four years worth of college. It's a great it's a great job right out of high school, and you can even take your exam, uh, I believe, right before. Uh, you're 18 I think that that's in all 50 states you can't be licensed until you're 18 but once you you can take it prior to that and then once you turn 18 then you take your final exam and then you can become a provisional agent but uh, yeah anyway that's all I had to say about that very cool I've met
1: you know this whole house buying extravaganza I've met couple uh couple realtors that are genuinely invested in their customers. They're they want to see their customers win. And uh and I can appreciate that, man. Like it's it's good people in the real estate in- industry that I feel like you guys is well and I hand. appreciate
2: that. One thing that's one thing that I like about real estate versus the car business is that uh it's a night and day different game and you're not you know, you're not, you don't have people necessarily going, oh my God, here he comes. You know what I mean? Like they do when, when they start walking on the lot, you know, yeah. and you actually are helping people, you know, when they don't think that they, you know, I've helped a few folks that didn't even think they could ever own a home, buy a home. You know, I tell them my lease to purchase a, you know, program and they're, they're able to buy a home. They're like, we never thought, you know, here they're in their fifties or sixties, you know? And so that's the, that's what's really cool about the you know profession is that you're able to help people. What a. What a fucking,
1: what a good feeling, man. Yeah. You helped those people get what they wanted. What a it good is. feeling. Everybody Absolutely. wins.
2: Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, it's a great, it's a great gig. And I always try to stress to the young people because, and that was the whole reason behind that is, is that had I started it back in 2003 when I started working for Honda, uh, I would be probably retired now. Truthfully, I would probably be retired. Damn. Uh, going back 21 years ago, I'd be retired, especially from my little uh, the young kid and his girlfriend doing my training class with me. I mean, they're just, you know, they're making such good money and they're socking most of it away and, you know, add 20 years to that and being successful, you're, you know, he's going to be able to be retired, you know, 20 years from now. So, yeah, uh, but live and learn, you know, That's live crazy. and learn.
0: Yep. Sp- speaking of Honda, Andrew, yes, uh, in the future, but sp- sp- as as it gets a little bit warmer, uh, I'm going to be trying to push, push Chris Webb, uh, and you'll get to see another part of uh, the section of of the man cave where I'm hoping we can mm. get uh, Mister Webb here to talk about a little bit more about his Honda, his other baby, nice, and get some of his you know some of his friends to come over and there's uh, mine chris that are
1: the old garage out there oh, oh. oh,
0: oh. chris oh, chris you lost your signal he you lost his the signal there andrew oh there we go okay hold go. on there we go oh I'm
2: you guys are like <laughs> it, each other. Went, it went too far it went too yeah, far yeah <laughs> i wish i had a type r but i don't i went with the si
0: but, Andrew, uh, I'm hoping that uh, we could get you to join us, you know, via satellite, you know, because I I'm, I'm I have this vision in my head. Now, for all of you, for guys that are car enthusiasts, and I want to get more in car enthusiasts uh, that enjoy our podcast, is I, I envision Chris uh, sporadically having a special uh, podcast over at his place where he has himself, maybe one of his close friends like Jameson or his nephew or his, you know. Where they're talking about subject matters with the cars, and I, I just, I just want to. I'm thinking out I've loud cool right spot. now. I've
1: got a real cool spot up in the the loft right above here. It's an open loft, and you can see right down into the uh, the, the engine bay and everything, like like the whole the whole thing going on.
2: Well, I thoroughly enjoyed working for Honda. It was a cool company to work for, and I thoroughly, I mean, I'm I'm a firm believer of that product, highly.
0: So there you go, guys. Yeah. For you car enthusiasts, look forward to, to these conversations, these visuals down the road here at Meet Us in the Man Cave, you know, because we're, we're not just Meyer whore shit. We are cars. Well, yeah. at least I try to help the car guy over he, over here. You know what else? I look like at the help? old cars and <laughs> I'm trying to get
1: my M- music. Music needs
0: Music. Help. I will you know what? Hopefully we could either finish out the last few minutes of this podcast. What you guys would you guys want to talk about some music here and then we can end episode eleven, if you don't mind. Sure. There there's always a beginning and there's always a middle and there's an end. Chris and I want to thank you for listening or watching Meet Us in the Man Cave. Since you enjoyed watching us, make sure you want to tell all your friends about us, subscribe today, and click on that notification bell. It's going to be helping you being reminded when our next episode is uploaded or even possibly a live stream video. You can follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and of course, YouTube. You can listen or download to Meet Us in the Man Cave on your favorite podcasting app, available to stream or download so you can listen to us all you want, whenever you want. For more information, go to meetusinthemancave.podbean.com.